When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog here. Just want to wish everyone a happy new year. Hope everybody had a happy holidays. Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. We are on social media Nothing now, guys. Nothing for the Kwanzaa people. How about that? Kwanzaa, Bad yes, start. Right, They're going to very right, not Donald. PC. That's the, right, The Kwanzaa Donald. people also. I said holidays, which I assumed meant every holiday. Did you have a good Christmas, uh, whatever your name is? Yes, Jay. Uh, yes, my, my, my Christmas was good. Hanukkah was good. Don't celebrate Kwanzaa, but yeah, I'm sure it was good. I celebrate Kwanzaa, though. Who good. the hell are you? Well, this is our guest today. We have comedian uh, Brian Scott McFadden here. Yeah, what's up? Why is he lisping? I don't know, man. I just didn't hear. They, they brought me in as a guest or something. I was on the streets. What's up, Donald? You well, the man, it's, man. It's, the pres- man. it's President Trump, if we're being totally honest. All right, it's President Mr. President, how are you? We had a great Christmas. We don't celebrate Kwanzaa. It's a made-up holiday. And uh, are you, you look familiar, but are you a, uh, you're a Kushner, right? Uh, Jew, yes. Okay, I, I so your your thing passed like many episodes ago. So but I, my wife's family celebrates Christmas, so I did celebrate Christmas also. So apparently, Jews did replace someone in that family. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I guess Charlottesville was not in vain. They did have a point. <laughs> Very fine people on both sides. I got in a lot of trouble, but it turns out your wife, fan of Christ, kind of betrayed her people. Maybe not, but... Well, we'll see. All right, we will see. Mr. President, any New Year's resolutions that you have? Well, why should I tell you? Well, we're all going to share them. So well, why don't you share first, okay? you're the te- I'm the president. You're the tech I, person. I thought I'd let you go first since you're the president. Well, I'm saying tech person now because, you know, we're 2019. We don't want to say tech guy because, you know, you might identify some other way. So we'll say... Tech being. I'm still How about a guy. That? You can call me tech stuff guy. Well, you know, I don't want to be person. inclusive, as they say. So we'll go tech, tech organism. Is this a new president for the new year? Who? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> new Year's resolutions. I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but if I had a New Year's resolution, it would probably be to be a, a, a better father and a better husband this year. I'm still a good father. So you're husband, converting? Are you get, converting to Christianity? No, I'm not going to convert. Well, okay, so you failed. Oh, you think that, that would just, that's the Well, bar? it'd be an easy fix. You but convert, you're a better person, better? New Year's resolution, check it off. You nailed it on day one. Instead, you're already forfeiting. <laughs> so does a different religion makes me a better person? Well, we'll see. Okay, well, that's my. if I had a New Year's resolution, it would be probably that and to get healthier. I think that would be my New Year's resolution. It's pretty simple. What would, what would yours be, Mr. President? I see you have a couple written down there. Well, you know, like I say, new year, new wife. New, new it's a common phrase. So you're going to have a new wife say. For, for 2019. Well, we'll see. But, you know, uh, melanoma, she's, you know. 
Melania is your wife. Well, mel- melatonin is, you know, all I know is her age starts with a four, and that's a no-no. That makes you nervous, Mr. President? Nervous? Why would I be nervous? Well, Have you seen the women I've been with? Do I look like I get nervous about not getting beautiful women? No, that's not what I'm saying. Are you getting nervous that your wife is getting older? That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm not nervous. It's, you know, it is what it is. It's part of life and another part of life. You know, the circle of life, like the Kushners like in The Lion King. They, uh, not the Kushners, I meant the Chicago's. That's who's in Africa. Brian, he, but, he calls black people Chicago's. So I that's hear his, that. Yeah, that's his. And I think that uh, <laughs> the Chicago's, uh, they say, well, I don't know. Circle of life from the, you know, the, the lion, the lion, lion King, King guy. I understand. Yes. And, uh, the circle of life, you know, it's just part of, you know, you get older, you no longer stay married to Donald Trump. It's, you know, so that's the circle of life. Uh, well, yeah. You have to change the lyrics a little bit, but so what's your, what's your second? Hakuna, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that's a good one, Mr. President. New year, new sense of humor. This is good. <laughs> Hashtag bars. Okay. <laughs> but I new year, new wife. I think we're going to go with that one. I think um, continue to be the greatest president. I think we can. Uh, that's kind of like a continuation, but still, I think worth striving for. You know, why not make it three years in a row as the greatest president? Okay. And then obviously, most importantly, is I think to see if we can maybe get Jared out of the way, if you know what I mean. You want to, are you saying for him to- He's a cock block is what I'm saying. Okay, so, so, but out of the way can mean a few things like- Well, let's just say if if the fake Mueller investigation finds some real things about Jared Kushner, we're not going to be too upset. So you're not going to have his back, is that what you're saying? Well, we'll see, but no. Okay. Well, Jared, watch out because that. Okay, we have a guest. You've tech person. You've talked a lot. What's what are the resolutions for this three named guy? I I I hear three names, and I think that you sent an assassin to come. You know, we got Lee Harvey Oswald, John Wilkes Booth, (laughs) Brian Scott Scott McFadden. McFadden, You know, you have that Secret Service. Watch him. Exactly. You have to have three names. All the assassins have three names, but uh, Mr. President, I'm a big fan. Well, thank you. Well, big okay. Fan. Love Very your work. Good. Thank you. I, I uh, good guy. Yeah, no, no. It's just uh, astonishing what you've managed to accomplish in a short a period of time with I, well, all the obstruction that you faced. It's a ama- mate. We we'll look at this. Okay, once again, tech person, uh, whatever his name is, I Ray. Know. I know. Ooh. Where do you find these people, Mr. President? These obstructionists. They, they that want don't to recognize your greatness. No, and it's nice to, to have somebody once in. We've had some nice people here. One, uh, once in a blue moon, we get somebody in here who recognizes you know, what MAGA is all about. Right. Like how many uh, toddlers died during uh, Obama's administration? None. You've got two. Well, we don't even know. I you're mean, up. You're, 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 it's 2-0, and it's only in the first quarter. You're well, winning toddler deaths. Yes. Well, President. to be fair, yes. if we can be fair, I feel like seven, eight years old. I don't know if those are toddlers That's anymore. That's true. That's a good point. Okay. So you get more points for that, right? I think because they I can think. fight. They can fight you. Absolutely. At eight years old, they that can. That makes it tougher. Exactly. Well, exactly. For these ice guys to take them down, they're crafty. Can eight we go years off old. the podcast record? <laughs> One set. We're gonna. We're off. <laughs>
Yeah, no, I'm very proud of this. Okay, we're, 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 that's sending, me and Stephen Miller are sending a very strong message to these. Uh, well, we, okay, we've got Kushners are Jews, Chicago's are black. What do we, uh, Coco's. Coco's. Is that what we call them? Coco's. Do we? Probably the least offensive out of all of them. These El Chapos. El Chapos. Chapos. Maybe a little funny. We'll call them El Chapos, but okay. you know they got to get the lesson. You know they got to learn the lesson. So we're we're secretly in the White House, very proud of of this record because we're showing that we uh you know to quote the Cobra Kai mm-hmm. quote there is no mercy in this White House. Mm-hmm. Yes, POTUS. Okay, we'll <laughs> no. go back on. We'll okay, back we on. are we're on the record again. Well, you know we're not responsible for any of this stuff it's actually the democrats right. who are but we still we think we need to be tough but it's it's the democrats who have no power whatsoever right now who are responsible right. for this so we'll see pelosi pelosi what are your thoughts well you know she's uh i'll give the devil her due for a 109 year old woman right pretty good looking yeah and walks around in heels still <laughs> like that's impressive are you, you saying there's some chemistry there well, I mean, like I said, she's her daughter is too old to date me, so she certainly is. The chemistry there is uh, Breaking Bad, if I can, if that's a yeah. good pun. I caught up, I binged over uh, during executive time. I started watching Breaking Bad. Breaking during the whole bad. shutdown, you've been a lot of Breaking Bad. Good show. Good. You know, I think we. Uh, it really brings it into perspective when you see a white guy dealing drugs that. Sometimes their circumstances force them into a tough position. Not like Cocos and Chicago's who are just morally deficient people. Sure, of course, and grew up very but wealthy. But Walter White, he was just trying to teach good kids, mm-hmm. learn science. And okay, get we some love healthcare. science. Healthcare. We're yeah. Big, beautiful. I remember he said he wanted big, beautiful healthcare. Big, beautiful. And he couldn't get it, so he dealt drugs. Because he had Obamacare and he couldn't. He didn't right. have Obama. There was no Obamacare. And if there had been Obamacare, I bet you the show would have been even worse because he would have thought he had good health care. Right. Died in the pilot. I, he, I, I no show, him. no Emmys. That's a great point. No I Cranston. Never looked, at, never looked at it that way. Before we move on, Brian, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Maybe the president can give you some feedback about that. Um, uh, let, me, uh, let me check my notes uh, now. Um, I was just concerned, uh, Mr. President, as many people are out there. How are the bone spurs holding up? Because you went to visit the troops, and a lot of us. Who? Are, are, yeah, what's that? Who? The, the troops. Well, Mr. President, who? that was one of the topics we're going to talk about today. It was the first time in your presidency that well, you, you kinda, actually I mean, visited we're, we're, a war zone. But we're, we're, we're done with his New Year's resolution. <laughs> he didn't have any New Year's resolution. I didn't have any. Well, neither did you, and you still talked for like I two knew, minutes. Knew, I did. I, I, well, I, I made up two for you just well, to make you happy. Oh, thanks. No problem. Oh, how nice of you to. Uh, <laughs> Appease you? To, to 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 pity the most powerful man on earth. I wasn't pitying. You just put me on the spot, so I, f- I didn't want to make you feel alone with the New Year's resolution, so I came up with a few. You don't think that's something nice to do? I could have just left you there with the only person with New Year's resolutions. You know what? What? A lot of people tune into this podcast, okay? Millions. Right. Last time I checked, it's uh, it's not making tech stuff great again. No. Making podcasts great. Exactly. Right? And who's making the podcast great? Of course, the president. You are, Mr. President. Thank exactly. Yeah. Thank you. You are this well, man. What Brian was saying yeah. is one of our topics we're going to talk about today. Might as well get to it right now. That you visited the troops in Iraq during Christmas, and that's the first time that you actually visited a war zone 
since you've been president? How was your visit? Other than Washington, which is, can be considered. Well, yeah, the Democrats, they're vicious people. They don't love America. They're enemies. So we are under a constant threat. But it was, it was nice because I brought Melania. It felt like one of those USO tours with Bob Hope where he'd bring out some like bimbo slut to like get the men wooing. You're calling your wife a bim- bimbo slut, Mr. President. Who said that? No, I well, don't think you... he said that. I think it's, it's like oh. as if she was a bimbo slut. Okay. Which right. is not saying that she is one, right, It's Mr. called President? a simile. Okay. Yeah. okay. Metaphorically. Okay. Hypothetically. Right. In some Thank you. Way. Somebody here understands, you know. And she's Someone's not a bimbo slut, but it's as if it, it were she was and you were and she was not. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was a good visit, though. I think we signed some MAGA hats, which was nice. Some of the troops had signed autographs. Well, they, you know, I'm the president. They wanted, uh, they had a MAGA hat, and they said, "Would you sign this?" What am I going to say? You know, how would the media cover that if all of a sudden a guy comes up with his nice MAGA hat or his nice Klan hood and says, "Please sign this," and I go, "No, the media says I can't do that." Okay, you're trying to be good to the to the fans. Do you love the troops, or yeah. do you not love the troops? It's not. There's no third option of. Do you not sign their merch? <laughs> did you make did, bank? Did you have a merch the, table yeah. there? Well, I did. <laughs> we CDs? had Art of the what Deal. We, well, if you buy the Art of the Deal for 30, yeah. you, get, you get the hat for free. Right. That's a pretty good deal. Well, it's, yeah, it was a good deal. We sold out. Was Melania running the merch table for you? Who? Your wife. Who's The one you brought. The simile bimbo. Remember we talked about this about a minute ago. No. Okay. Sign some stuff. I just, you know, we got the merch table going. It was good times. That's good. Good guys. So you made some money at your trip as well. Now, did you charge for the hats? Well, no. Well, if they only bought the hat, 20. But if you buy the book, hat comes free. You get a discount, which is good because they're troops and they're working hard. And so you want to give them a a, a nice discount. Exactly. Like a military discount. Well, no. Autograph. Ten bucks. Oh, ten bucks. So if okay. they brought like just a right. blank piece of paper, you know. Awesome. See that that's this man cares about the truth. No, he's a businessman. A lot it's of guys would have charged full price for the autograph. Right. I bet you Obama would have come over there Absolutely. with Michelle's book and been like full yeah. price, you know, for for Michelle's big arm book. Right. And uh, you know, bodybuilding tips or whatever she has in there. This is why he's the president. This man knows how to yeah. how to make a deal and be a salesman. Smart. Thank you. No, you're, no, thank you. You know who you are? You're, not, you're an assassin, but you're a lib cuck assassin. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Not a presidential <laughs> assassin. Right. You're taking out these very snowflakes like uh, Absolutely. Kushner, Kushner, Kushner Ray over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kushner Light, yes. We're having a, this is a good start to the year. Let me tell you, this year three of the presidency is going to be good, but I'll tell you what, year two of the podcast is going to be even better. Well, what was your favorite Christmas gift? Since we're talking about Christmas and you were there with the troops, what, what what was a great Christmas gift you got this year? Well, can we go off the record? One second. We're off. The uh, Vlad sent over not one but two ladies. While, really? while Melania was away, the president will play with Russian whores. Nice. Private plane just sent them over to you? Just, Wait, well, Vlad? we got it. Gay and Vlad, Vlad. Oh, oh no, okay. who? Vlad, sorry. I no, no, I didn't. Uh, nobody's talking about Mike Pence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vlad, Vlad, big Vlad How is Putin. Mike Pence? Shirtless oh, yeah, Vlad. Yes. 
I give everybody a nick. I don't know if you know this. I give people nicknames. I've seen that. So he's shirtless Vlad. Yeah. Do you know I read something that, that he has a calendar out that is like the biggest selling calendar in Japan? Oh. Vlad. Of him just shirtless in different places. I thought you meant Pence. No. no. Vlad. Wow. Well, we need to get, maybe that's what I can sell the troops next visit. Yeah. The shirtless Trump, calendar. Of Trump him. calendars. There you go. Something to write down there. Well, then write it down. I did. I'm the president. I don't write things down. I I sign things. That's what you do when you have money and power. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Brian, do you have any other random questions that you came with? Um, I know you wanted to ask I did. I wanted to know how the bone spurs were. Right. Well, yeah, until you were interrupted by... uh, I'm sorry. The the, the, uh, tech guy. You know, they say Jews will not replace us, and and this Kushner keeps... He's going to take your question. He's going to take your Christian wife. Mm Mm-hmm. The uh, he jumped into a topic. That's why he wrote bone the spurs. Because that is a very a mi- difficult. Can you describe what it was like to to find out that you couldn't serve when you found out that you had the bone spurs? How how, how well, crushing that was. I had just finished doing wind sprints right. with my college track club, <laughs> and got to the doctor's office. Uh, a very well respected podiatrist who lived in one of my father's buildings, <laughs> and. He informed me that I had developed one of the worst case cases of bone spurs he'd ever seen. Ugh. And it was honestly kind of a miracle that I even finished the New York City Marathon a week later. Yeah. And, uh, and to this day, I don't think I get enough credit for how well I walk because I am sort of in constant pain. Right. Um, so That's what people, it, if, if only people realized how debilitating bone spurs are. They, and I don't think they do because no. I don't think they'd make jokes about it. Um, so it's a serious issue, but I don't make a big deal of it no. because... Unlike like Stephen Hawking was always like, look, I'm in a wheelchair. Right, make a movie out of yeah, about no. me because I'm in a wheelchair. And, and right. you know, I have to, you know, I don't have a computer speaking for me, by the way. That's right, I noticed. It's kind of lazy if you think about it. Like, right. you know, speak and spell is going to do all the talking for you. Like, what do you even do? He's weak. Somebody did that. Well, he was weak. Rest in peace. <laughs> he couldn't speak, Mr. President. That's why he had the computer. Maybe we can have his speaking spell on the uh, podcast this year. <laughs> I'll look into it. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I'm sure you have some tech people. And by the way, Stephen Hawking, I caught some of that movie mm-hmm. that he was in. Well, he wasn't in it, but the British guy right. who's in the failed Harry Potter yeah, offshoot. Yeah. Yes. Those, those things. I had to watch one of those terrible movies. Not good. Huge J- movie buff. J.K. Right. Rowling, cancel her contract. Uh, where was I? <laughs> oh, I was. I was gonna um, just ask um, Lindsey Graham thoughts. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Now, I imagine it's you have kind of a Lindsey's kind of has like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of relationship with you. That's what they. Say. Yeah, well, that's not a bad analogy. Um, he is... Uh, he is the... Um, what's her name? Steele? Alexander... What is it? Anastasia Steele to your Christian... I didn't Ray. watch that because I thought the lead character was too poor. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. watch movies about fake moguls. Yeah. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, it'd be like, you know, 3,000 shades of Trump because I'm so rich. True, true. But he, uh, Lindsey Graham is an interesting guy because he is really, uh, 
bent and to my will. Guy? Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. It, well, he's bent to my will. Yes, you know, I like to keep him around because it's sort of, you know, like they have uh, Game of Thrones. Okay, I did a lot of binging lot of over the last couple. We've had a lot of executive time. Yeah. Reek. Do you know Reek? Yes. That guy is basically Lindsey Graham. Yeah. You know, he's been Lindsay broken. Graham's the Reek. Of the of the of of your center circle, or the exactly. Or and I bring him. I like to showcase him right. so everybody knows. Bring him out in a cage. You know what's going on. Yes, a mental him. cage. We can't. You know. Yeah. He's technically he's a white American, so we can't put him in a cage. <laughs> um. Well, and apparently, well, okay, and now all of a sudden, uh, this guy is saying uh, maybe I should put him in a cage. No, I'm not saying that at all. We're 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 the bad guys. We're the bad guys. But the lib cuck over here is saying, no, put him him in a cage. Yeah, well, some people don't know what's what's necessary to do as a president, what choices you're faced. He thinks pressure is doing a podcast with me once a week. Which, by the way, I don't think we're going to have him back. It's going to be another tech stuff guy. Gone. <laughs> He's being replaced the next show. Well, we've we we've, them every week. Every week we every replace. Week Just like the. Uh, they send me a new Kushner every week. Every week. Every week. Different <laughs> name, it's good, it's same tribe. Turnover. It's good. <laughs> new blood. New blood, and not you know, and it's good because you know we've got some new blood on the border, but like eight-year-old blood is really like, you know, not a full. You need grown blood oh. sometimes. Grown up blood. Grown up blood. Well, that's that's very touching, Deep. Mr. President. Mr. President, John Kelly is on his way out. He is your ex. For peeing on peeing on black teens. I don't. I no, don't. that was uh, that was someone else, Mr. President. Who? Well, that was uh, someone else. Wait, I, but that's who I want. You're telling me that the black who pees on teens, Kelly, was. Not my chief of staff? No. That's who I told them to hire. No, that's R. Kelly. This is John mm-hmm. Kelly. Well, that's who I... Well, now we've got the breaking news. <laughs> R. Kelly is not my chief of staff. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Jay no, he's Kelly? Not. Who knows who Jay Kelly no, is? Yeah, John Kelly. Well... It was a paperwork error. It's a Well, we're going to have to... Okay, we're going to have to... We're going to... Because R. Kelly... Spell check can make some real un- serious problems. A lot of people getting fired yeah. for this one. Well, he was written up on. He did an interview uh, with the L.A. Times with Molly O'Toole, and he really bashed you. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be judged on not what you have done since he helped you in office, but what you didn't do. And he said in the article that there will not be a wall, and he called your behavior erratic. And so failed you as a president. Failed general who got fired. Yes, wants to be judged. On things that didn't happen. Yes. And you're asking me if I have, like, that I should be, what, embarrassed that he's saying things? No, Does I that sound to like give something? You an opinion. John Kelly yeah. is a an angry loser from Boston, okay? Okay. Who's out of a job. Right. So we don't really need to talk too much about him because, you know, he's irrelevant. And what about R. Kelly? Good guy. Good guy. Okay. So you're going to look into replacing John Kelly with R. Kelly since R. Kelly is well, one you wanted to replace. Well, ex- exactly. All right. We wanted R. R. Kelly was the first choice. Okay. Because when someone, we all know if we're being totally honest, and this doesn't have to be off the record, we know that in America, Chicago's are our biggest problem. Okay. They cause the most trouble. 
And R. Kelly has managed to successfully corral and control many Chicago's. In fact, in the city of Chicago, where he's from. So he's like a Chicago whisperer. He is on the front lines of Chicago, controlling Chicago's. So if he can do that, he can go to the border and control a few El Chapos. Mm -hmm. So that's why we need him in. That was Chicago to take care of the El Chapos. Exactly. And if you, I mean, you see where my thinking was. This is obviously makes perfect sense. You put that on a Venn. But they put John Kelly, some angry guy from Boston. What's what's he going to do? Hit. Blacks with a flagpole because they want to go to school near his grandkids. That'll never work. You know, right. that's that's not what we're about. Okay? <laughs> school busing is the 70s. We need somebody with 21st century solutions to 21st century problems. And R. Kelly, let me tell you something. If you can, if It's a common saying. If you can control the Chicagos, you'll have no problem with the El Chapos. So, R. Kelly, if you're listening, hit us up on our new Twitter and Instagram. We have Twitter and Instagram? Opening. Yeah, we have we have Twitter and Instagram now. Well, what are these accounts? Uh, on the Instagram is Making Podcasts Great Again. And the Twitter, they changed it on us. So I have to change it back. But I will see what it is again. Well, they obviously want to keep me quiet. Well, they do. It's, there's a big conspiracy. Well, maybe you could check Twitter. before the end of the episode. Because obviously, I have 50 million followers on Twitter. I'm guessing you don't have that many. No, I don't. So 50, I, I feel like if we could maybe get this, we could all benefit from having a high quality Twitter account for the podcast. It's making uh, underscore again, making underscore again. We're going to make underscore again. No, it's making and then the underscore like the line that goes. Do you know what I'm saying? Who? Making again. Making podcast great again. If you put at making podcast great again, it will come up on Twitter. It will? Yes. You could write to us at making podcast great again on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, Mr. President. So, our Kelly, well, I'm trusting you. I'm putting, us. I'm putting my faith. And everyone in. else out there, take your phones out right now, Instagram, yeah, Twitter, and follow at Making Podcast Great Again on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, uh, underscore or something. Maybe yeah. Silent. It would probably be helpful if Silent Tech Guy we don't like to bring up, but I, I can tell you that he's, Very I think, quiet. only a fraction Kushner, so we trust him. Uh, maybe a video. Maybe with Silent Tech Guy could take f- One Week Tech Guy's phone and uh, orchestrating... See, do you see what I have to do, people? You're yeah, this is you're, you're, this you're isn't off the podcast right record with the fans, not yeah. with you guys. This is what I have to do here. I'm the president. I'm running the world, basically, and I'm also telling these guys, you know, I'm directing, doing stage right. directions. So follow us on Instagram people might want to get Twitter. a video of you know to see the process to see how I the. Got it. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at making. You know, some people great. say you know how the sausage is made. I say. To see how the Russian prostitute is peed on. Yeah. Some okay. people might want to see that. So believe me, we're doing good work. So on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Making Podcast Great Again. Give us a follow. We're going to put some bonus material up there. Mr. President, you're going to put some bonus well, stuff that, up there. Okay, well, now that's more like we're going to put. We're going to put. <laughs> well, I would help you out, Mr. President. Well, but yes, we'll see. It's, it's your face. On well, whoever is you next week, they'll okay. maybe help well, because you're help one you and done. Too. You're like. You're like that big black on Duke that's dunking everybody. One and done, they say about him. <laughs> well, one one and done. To the pros and he's the Chicago. One and done. Okay. Yeah. Mr. President, He's a big topic. Chicago, that guy. Yeah. I'd like you to explain this because I'm very confused about this. 
you're acting sec- Zion. That's his name. Zion. Yes, yeah. you're acting secretary. We got a Zionist here. We got a Zionist, and we're talking about Zion. Well, but Mad he's Dog a big Mattis who? is gone. Your ex Secretary of Defense, he's gone, and now your acting Secretary of Defense is Patrick Shanahan. And can you explain? He's your acting Secretary of Defense with no good foreign policy or military experience. Isn't that what you're there for? No, he's acting. He's supposed to be acting like that, right, Mr. President? So he's a method actor. He's an actor. You are right. the method actor. Right, like Daniel Day Lewis retired from acting, and by the way, isn't an American, I don't think, or if he is, he's like a fake American, where they like do the paperwork later. Okay. Not born on the soil, the real Americans that we like. The uh, no, he's acting exactly, acting Secretary of Defense. By the way, if he walked into this room right now. You wouldn't know he was acting. You'd go, that guy looks like a Secretary of Defense. He's talented. A lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of talent. Well, are you going to have someone who's not an actor replace him? Well, when it's not the acting Secretary of Defense, we'll get a Secretary of Defense. But right now, he's the acting Secretary of Defense. I don't know what's... actually want a real Secretary of Defense. Lib cuck assassin. Yes. (laughs) Are we... It makes sense to you, right? Because Absolutely. I feel like there's like a translating filter messing uh, up when it gets get to him. It. That what you're acting, doing, Secretary acting, of Defense, right? He's using sense memory, Stanislavski, whatever, something which is a Russian thing, which you might know more about than me. But basically, he's he's the acting. It's not the real guy because that's not the role that you Be, want, right? Mattis want was the, the Secretary role. of Defense. Exactly. That's it. He was a general. They tell me you need an acting Secretary of Defense. I go say, well, is Daniel Scott Bayo available? Is and Scott they Bay- said no. Yes, Scott Bayo? They said you no. Would be a good acting Because Secretary the Me Defense. Too people said he like might have done something with Charles. You know, he thought Charles was in charge, and apparently Nicole Eggert thought not as much in charge as you might think. Okay. By the way, Nicole Eggert, lovely lady. I mean, now she's like in her 40s, so she's useless. But boy, was she good looking. I didn't. What what has Patrick Shanahan done? And I normally don't say that about women without large breasts, but she she was an exception. Okay. So Patrick Shanahan. You ever see that movie with the two Corys where they do some adult things with her? It's a good movie. What movie was that? There was some movie. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Go look. Everybody Google Corey Haim, Corey that Michael Jackson diddled, and Nicole Eggert. Remember the two Corys? There was Michael Jackson's boy toy Corey and, and, and Haim, who uh, rest in peace rest. with uh, Corey with the eight-year-olds from Mexico. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, and some other. Feldman, right, Kushner. Right. And uh, look it up. There's a, uh, you'll see. Blown away? There you go. Okay. Blown away. Everybody, this podcast is brought to you by Blown Away, one of the great, <laughs> one of the great, 1 a.m. movies on HBO Get it on DVD. in the 90s. <laughs> I think they came out with a director's cut of that recently, so that's very exciting. So Patrick Shanahan is an actor. He's a no, Patrick Swayze is an actor. Rest in peace. A lot of dead people coming up on this spot. This is not a good way to start the new year. A lot no, of death, a lot of death talk. Okay, so but he, he is, he is the, the acting, acting and once you get Secretary, the Secretary of Defense. Defense, then you won't have an actor. Exactly. I understand. Okay. Well, that was seven minutes of podcast that was not needed. Lib uh, cuck assassin Brian Scott McFadden. He got it. Yeah. He was I, on the grassy knoll. But I, was, I, I don't know what Patrick Shanahan has been in. Wouldn't you hire a, a good actor? 
what do you do during the, uh, what's your profession when you're not podcasting? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tech stuff guy. When you're not tech stuffing? Comedian. Let me ask you a question. Have you had an HBO special? No. Well, then I don't think you're a comedian. Because all of a sudden I need to give I'm you credits. All of a role. sudden, all of a sudden. Well, I'll tell you, his credits. He's acting Secretary of Defense. It's a pretty big role. <laughs> Look credit? up on IMDb right now. He's on there. You never see people have breakout performances, like they show up and it's all of a sudden, you know, right. a star is born kind of thing. Sure. Right, like the like the woman who plays Cookie on Empire. That was her breakout. I got it. Okay, fine. So this is his no wrong. She was in a lot of stuff. No, but. Th- but Empire was the thing that put You never see something that says an introducing or, mm-hmm. you know, the debut role for. People have the, sometimes have these big performances uh, when they haven't been in a lot of stuff. Ray Liotta, do you remember him from anything besides Goodfellas? No. Was he in anything? I think Goodfellas was his first. Now he's creepy doing Chantix. smoking commercials. He's doing Chantix commercials. Somebody should put that guy out of his misery at the border. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Chantix. The government shut down, Mr. President. You're you're blaming the Democrats for this, and they're not signing off on giving you the money for the wall. So we're not going to have a government. How long are you going to make this last for? When they give me my $5 billion for the border wall, then we'll be back. Until then, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones... <laughs> If anybody's got show recommendations, I've knocked down Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Blown Away. Movie, movie Blown Away. Well, yeah, well, you got to watch Blown Away yeah. at least once a week. <laughs> Not so a lot of oral, though. Down. I was disappointed. Not a lot of oral in a movie called Blown Away. The director's cut might have well, an we'll see. added scene. The We're have to look scenes. into that. But the, uh, the border wall. Now, Mex- now, the money you're raising, the money that you want to get from the Democrats... This is, I assume, to give to Mexico because you said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. So you're going to give the money to Mexico so they can give us the money to pay for the wall. Is that your thinking here, Mr. President? All due respect. Well, I think you'll remember I never actually said Mexico would pay for it. Well, you did many times. No, that's that's how they you know they can edit things. But I never said Mexico would pay for words. it because I know Mexico is a very poor country, so yes. I knew they wouldn't pay for it the way people think. But I th- I meant like they'll pay like a villain, you know, like somebody says in a movie, like I'll make you pay. It's not always money. So every time you said that, which was hundreds of times, you meant that they'll pay for that wall. So it was metaphorical. It was a simile. Just like... Why do you keep mentioning these black women's names? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. President. Go on. Were they, in, were they two of the Chicago's that R. Kelly, metaphor and simile? Jenkins? Part of R. Kelly's squad? That was Diamond Hashtag squad goals? Yeah. I see that written. Some, I don't know what that means, yeah. but I like to but put squad goals. That, that, that you never actually said they're actually I said those words. Yeah. I said those words, but, but I never said... Order. See, now, if I had said... Mexico is going to give us money for the wall. Mm-hmm. Then people could say that that's what I said. But pay, you know, you ever see a movie where somebody says you'll pay for that? Yeah. And they don't mean, you know, you'll write me a check. Right. They mean there will be consequences. So when you said that, you meant that the Democrats and us as taxpayers would pay for it. Well, I think that went without, you know, that was pretty obvious. You know, who else? We don't. That's usually we pay for our own stuff. So when you say Mexico, you meant us. No, when I said Mexico, I meant they will have to deal with the consequences of a wall. Of us paying for it. I get it. 
Now, Mr. President, if this money never goes through, you're never going to keep, you're, you're just going to keep the government shut down forever? And guess what? Yeah. No government, no election in 2020. So you're the state president forever. For life. It's a brilliant, uh, uh, brilliant political strategy, Mr. President. They say I have some of the best political instincts in the history of instincts. You, you, you. You can't have an election you have the when best there's no instincts government. In the history of instincts, in, of instincts, there are animals in the animal kingdom that, that do I'm, not have as good instincts as I have political instincts. I never heard of that, but okay, I'll agree with you. So the government stays shut down until you get your money for the wall. Period. Okay. So America, you hear that? We're not going to have a government, I guess. So or let we'll get anarchy the begin. We'll get the five billion dollars. And then I don't we, think you're going to get that $5 billion. We'll see. And then, did you hear there's a GoFundMe trying to help with the wall? Can we, uh, we'll go off the podcast record Let's real briefly. Let's go off it right now. Yeah. My supporters are some of, if not the dumbest fucks <laughs> on this planet. Okay, let's go back on. We appreciate the generosity. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. The generosity, see people talk like we have selfish supporters, that we're not great people. They are willing to give their own money to build a big, beautiful wall to protect people they may not like. Some voters, you know, we got red and blue people. They're building a wall. They're willing to put their own money to build a wall that will defend all Americans, not just great MAGA supporters and Chicago's and trans. Well, Mr. President, uh, I wish you luck getting this wall built and hopefully the government will so you want the wall you're telling me you want the wall no i'm just wishing you luck that's all i'm doing well i mean why would you wish me luck if you don't want the wall because we work together and i feel like i should wish my colleague luck even though you need a lot of luck to make it happen i don't think it's going to happen but i wish you luck i know you have to have some sort of solidarity some sort of kushner bond with chuck schumer okay but he's gonna lose this one he's the one who needs luck well, we, luck we will for find Chuck. Out. Wasn't that a Dane Cook movie? No, isn't it? Good luck, Chuck. I Good think. luck, Chuck. I think. Well, we'll see. Okay. Was Nicole Eggert in that one? No, I no, don't think I, so. I don't think Corey Haim was either. Well, then I guess I won't be seeing it. Mr. President, thank you for your time today. That's it. That that's it for today, and it's a short episode. Uh, it was about forty minutes, I'd say. Well, time flies when you have a liberal cuck assassin. <laughs> well. Uh, Would you Brian sign Scott my MAGA McFadden. hat, uh, Mr. President? Yes. Thank you, know you for what? joining excuse, us. Excuse me. Okay. President speaking. Yes. I will waive the fee. Oh. Free that, signature. Wow. That's a great no leader. $10. That's leadership. That's presidential leadership right there. Well, Brian Scott leadership. McFadden, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you can check out B. Scott McFadden. That's his Twitter handle. That's right. And check him out at Governors after the new year. That's right. This coming weekend, guys. Governors yeah. on Long Island, govs.com for weekend, tickets. The next weekend. For, well, it's going to go up this yeah. weekend. Right, so that we, exactly. Yes. So, uh, so January 4th and 5th, guys, get your tickets, govs.com. Uh, Brian is hilarious, and you will enjoy the show. So please go out and check out the Governors show. Governors in Long Island, That's baby. right. Governors in Long Island in Levittown. Now, and, since yeah. you have a microphone, would you like to make your own plugs maybe a little smoother? Than this guy? No, no. I think I, I think he did a masterful job. Other than so, the, you're siding with him, is what you're yes, telling I me. Yes, I am, Mr. President. Well, okay, right. one and done for you too. <laughs> there you go. Also, you can check out this podcast now. We are on social media, making podcasts great again 
on Instagram. That's at making podcasts great again. And on Twitter, to make it easy, it's at making underscore again. If you do write out at making podcasts great again, it will come up. So please follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram because followers is um, – you, you need them in today to make things happen. If you don't have followers, shit won't happen. Ask Mr. President. He's got millions of them, and look where he sits, right, Mr. President? 50 million. Exactly. So if we can get a fraction of that, that would be so awesome. Also, check me out this weekend, Friday night on the 4th. I am headlining Stand Up New York, 730. I'm joined by Aaron Berg, who is a former guest on this podcast, and Jordan Carlos was a former guest on this podcast as Obama. So it is 7.30, standupnewyork.com That wasn't Obama? And <laughs> standupnewyork.com for tickets and use code NOG for $10 tickets. So come check that out. And I will be with J.L. Colvin and John Moses January 11th and 12th at the D.C. Comedy Loft. So come check that out as well. That's going to be a fun weekend. And Yonkers Comedy Club, January 25th at 7.30 p.m. I fucking hate the president. <laughs> Just stepping on plugs every fucking week. I honestly, I hope you get impeached soon. Plug it up, Mr. President. I knew he was a lib. I knew I could expose him by the end of the episode. Do you hear that negativity? Do you hear that negativity coming from Yonkers Comedy Club? Ray, Ray Kroc, McDonald's, Ray Kroc in the house. Everybody, like he said, Twitter and Instagram. If you want us to do anything worthwhile, this is what America looks for, these Instagram and Twitter numbers. And right now, we just started the account, so the number's not so good. We just started this week, but get on it. And I have been J.L. Covan as the voice of the president. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And most importantly, we got in the last two weeks, we've picked up like 12, I think like 10 or 12 new reviews and ratings on iTunes. So let's keep those coming. Five stars. We'd like to get into triple digits. That'd be nice. And uh, let's see. I've got some gigs coming up. You can just check jlcomedy.com. Um, I won't bore you with a, 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 a laundry list of gigs. JLcomedy.com, buy my albums, come see me perform. I am the lifeblood of this podcast. We're together I am the, the DC Comedy Club. I am the heart that, that is beating and keeping this podcast alive. God help us all.